Welcome to the Healing Space. I am Brandon Harris Williams. And today is another special episode as we celebrate the show's anniversary. It's been one year of the Healing Space, and each day this week, we're going to give you something different, but just as healing as the day before. Today, I have a very special guest with me. He's one of my closest friends, a beast in the kitchen, and all-around great person, Marquise. How you doing, friend? <laughs> really? What was that? This fake smile you gave me. I don't know how I feel about that. Listen, it's all in love. It's all in love. Was it really in love? I'm not quite certain that that's, that was love. I started to say, like, Mr. Marquise. But I'm like, that sounds like a porn star almost. So okay. I don't know if that, that's not really the direction we're going that's, in today. <laughs> it's not at all. And that's not the kind of work that I do or promote at all. I mean, there's nothing wrong with sex work, though, you know. Listen, get it how you live it. <laughs> I can't. But how are you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. I'm happy to have you here. You know, I'm, listen, it's been a whole year, <laughs> and I finally made the cut, and I just, I'm booked and busy. Well, what tell, are you doing? Uh, really? What are you doing Saturday? I'm booked. <laughs> you had to tell me you were coming to, to record. Let the people know. We had to get into your busy schedule, because you're out here with this business, doing everything. You know, just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> just a lot of it. We'll get into that in just a minute. So you said you're doing good. I'm happy again, though, that you could come, that we could discuss you know you and your business and let the people know you still saying get them some food you know <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay so your business is called the homegrown soul yes okay we're just gonna jump right in there so i was like when i was going through making my questions i was like okay homegrown soul i was like what does that mean because i kept leaving out the the and i don't know why i was like <laughs> the the is very crucial because i was like i need the the it makes is. sense the homegrown soul so do you want to when you add the it's a little bit more self-explanatory but <laughs> do you want to explain it how you what you want us to get from that or what it means to you sure so um when i started my business it actually started as a blog i don't know if you remember that or not i do vaguely so, okay i'm a I bad mean, friend but i mean you know <laughs> so it all started as a blog and um initially i was blogging a lot about food and how it related to life and okay. so i always felt like you know, you should try your best to always eat the best foods that you can, like at all points. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if if you have the opportunity to and you have access to it, of course, you know, just go to the grocery store and get get like raw vegetables and cook those vegetables. Stop using like canned vegetables. Right. Um, like that's just one example. But mm -hmm. I always wanted people to um, to experiment in the kitchen and get more creative and um and use whole natural foods while they're cooking wh whether it be fried chicken or a stir fry whatever it may be mm -hmm. so yeah homegrown okay so you say you though you want people to get you know the best foods possible at all times what about everything in moderation or what if they i mean you know like do i have to eat healthy every single day <laughs> listen you can eat however <laughs> you want to no i mean truly you can eat however you want to i have this saying that you're an adult and you need to eat how like an adult right you eat foods that you want to eat yeah definitely um, eat as much as you want to eat right okay. but when we're talking about like nutrition and we're talking about um health and fitness and stuff like that then that's when we need to have conversations about how much we're eating and what our portion sizes are like um i'm a big fan of making sure that we're not dieting but we're having foods that we're eating for life right so we're making this a lifestyle it's not like a fad diet this is not some kind of oh we're gonna do this for six weeks and drop you know 20 pounds and then 
the seventh week, I'm going to go back to eating whatever and whenever yeah. and however much I want. Definitely, because I think that's a big thing. A lot of a big critique or people have realized, though, about diets, too, is it's like you do really good or, you know, what I'm saying moderately good while you're on the diet. But then when it's over, yes. you go back to like life beforehand. Yeah. And, and so that's just not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just feel like, you know, you you should be able to also incorporate the things that you love in your diet, too. So, for example, like I eat pretty well, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the week. But then every Friday, I just feel like I deserve to walk across the street and go get a cinnamon roll. <laughs> like every okay. single Friday. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, it it's, it's a lie. <laughs> it's already in your, you know, your schedule. You know? And sometimes I want chicken wings and fries. Okay. I love chicken wings and fries. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I see nothing wrong with that at all. But yes. I mean, so, you know, I think that you, you should definitely have the things that you still enjoy, but in moderation though, yeah. you know, I love Thanksgiving, but I can't eat Thanksgiving every day. I mean, I mean. Can't. Once a week? Cannot. Like Sunday dinner? Cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I guess. I guess you got a point. I, I guess. Listen, I mean, you can eat it every day if you want to, but... It catches up to you, absolutely. It catches up to you, you know? And I think that even if we do have, like, a Sunday dinner, why can't our Sunday dinners reflect more better-for-you foods? That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I, I guess the healthy version of the mac and cheese, whatever that looks like. There I don't. is no healthy version <laughs> of it. <laughs> I mean, listen, and if you have macaroni and cheese, just make sure you put quality ingredients in it. You know, there's no reason for us to be having like processed cheese and um, and all this other stuff that people put in it. Why don't you just like learn how to cook a little bit? I mean, you know, find a recipe, get some <laughs> some foods that are actually natural. You know, yeah. get the the cheese block and make your cheese sauce instead of using like like I said a very processed version of that. There's so many like we can get into this and we can talk about this all day. <laughs> but listen, there's just so many chemicals <laughs> and so many like dyes and all this crap that you're putting in your body when you have this ultra processed food yeah. that you can literally eliminate by going and learning how to cook a recipe. Okay, so we're going to go back just a little bit. I don't know if it's my ADHD or not, but you said, so we'll, we'll see. And if you already told it to me, you can say that it's fine. So <laughs> you said the homegrown solo was initially a blog. Yes. So how did it transition from a blog into what it is you're doing now? And what exactly are you doing now? Uh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually a good question. So it started off as a blog. And um, shortly after I started the blog, I think I started to get a little bit more interested in actually turning this into like something that I would do professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of my uh, family friends actually reached out to me and wanted me to do a catering uh, gig for them at one point. And I was like, okay. You know, it would be a little different <laughs> than just like cooking at your grandma's house. But, yeah. you know, it was it was so it was cool. So I started with that. Um, and then after I started kind of doing that a little bit more, you know, I had one gig, the next gig, the next gig. Um, then one of my boys hit me up and was like, hey, do you do meal preps? And I was like, no, but yes. <laughs> and so that was, you know, a couple of years ago. And um, and so, you know, I started doing meal prep for him. And then slowly that started to kind of grow into a thing. Um, so since then, um, you know, I've moved, so I'm now here in Atlanta. Um, and so I've been doing meal preps, I do catering, uh, cooking demos, um, and then I also do nutrition consults. So I talk to people who are interested in like really getting their nutrition like together and really come up with a custom plan for them, figure out, you know, where are they at now? What are some of their trends and diets right now? Um, what are their goals and how can we get there? So, yeah, I'm scared of you. A little bit of everything. All all things food related. All things food related. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at that. Okay, so you said 
you know, you start off doing a cooking event for one friend, like kind of a catering kind of a thing. Yeah. So I assume that means you were always cooking. You like everybody knew you were a cook. You, you know, everybody for friends. knew. <laughs> <Is that? laughs> I mean, you know, every every family party, every um, friends party. I mean, I don't really believe in potlucks, so I I wouldn't say that I brought anything to the potluck other than a bag of chips. <laughs> Um, but you know, every, every time that I would have something or someone would have something, I would always be the one that they would request to like bring food. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was in high school, actually, I started a tradition where it was, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, we would have Friendsgiving and I would do like the full, like I would cook everything and people would come in the house and be like, who cooked all this food? (laughs) And it was like, Hey guys, it's me, your friend. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, that kind of started there. So that's kind of where I think a lot of like my desire to um like host and like you know mm-hmm. and not host like that y'all <laughs> but uh entertain I there can't. we go <laughs> i don't know if that's any if entertain is any better we already told I, people you don't do sex Jesus. work but you saying host then you saying um, entertain <laughs> have <laughs> dinner parties at my household okay. <laughs> dinner parties <laughs> it's called for it no i'm playing i'm playing so this is really food although i mean other stuff is edible but you know yeah Oh my god. So <laughs> So no, I think also too, um, you do meal prep. Yes. Which is, is a really good thing. Cause like me myself, I'm a foodie, but I don't I'm not the best cook, one, but okay. two, you know, sometimes like cooking it takes up a lot of your your day takes a lot of your time. Yeah. It's like you're busy, you're on the go. What are I guess in your mind maybe some of the benefits of meal prepping or some of the advantages of it? Yeah, so most of my clients that come to me are exactly like you. They love to eat, <laughs> and they either, one of two things, can't really cook that well, or mm-hmm. they don't have the time because they live very busy lives. Um, so I think that when, you, when you're when you enlisting like in a meal prep company, they should be able to help you solve that issue in your life, right? You want to still be able to eat healthy, but you also don't have the time to cook for yourself. So um, I think some of the benefits are you get to save time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you get to save time. And essentially, you shouldn't be spending more money on your meal prep than you would going out. So your meal should cost about like $10. I mean, and if you go to Chick-fil-A and you, you decide you just turn it up that day, you're going to spend about $10, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a healthier option and it keeps you a lot more um, consistent with your eating too. Absolutely, definitely. Because I know, well, you said, you know, Chick-fil-A, it's, and I think part of this healthy eating is more so training your mind. Because, you know, you, of course yeah. you go to Chick-fil-A and you get something worth $10 and it'll be like stuffed. Right. Where, which you don't necessarily need. Because then, you know what I'm saying, but you come to you and then you get something, it'll be the nutrition, uh, the, the nutrients that you need, you know what I'm saying, it'll be something that's that's also still good to eat. Yes, it'll absolutely. It'll be filling but not stuffing, which I think is what a lot of people kind of lack. Yeah. we're so used to being stuffed. And, and that's another, you know, when you're eating, you can't, you can't eat until you just can't eat anymore. Right. (laughs) I always say, listen to your body though. You're, you may be targeting, you know, 500 calories in a, in a dish. If you eat half that and you're like, you know what, I'm good. Then stop eating. (laughs) I mean, really that it's that simple. Unless like you're, you know, you're really looking to like put on a whole bunch of weight, like, you know, and, and lean muscle and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You're full. Stop eating. Um, but you should also have a very balanced meal. You know, your meals should include vegetables Definitely. other than potatoes. <laughs> I mean, potatoes is easy. It's Some a go to. I mean, it, you know, it is. And that's a starch. So I'm talking about vegetables, like a green vegetable. 
of the plate should be colorful and not just with like sauces but i yeah, hear you I absolutely hear you. absolutely <laughs> um you should have some kind of protein on there i mean if you're vegan you know there's options there um if you're pescatarian of course you have the fish or some type of yeah, you so know they can come to you for all these options because you have all options options it's not just chicken <laughs> over here you know and what then I'm saying? everybody is on this low carb thing and what they really mean is that they want low starch um because like everything has carbs in it <laughs> <laughs> so like you're eating an apple that's carbs well, I guess you just got to school the people. You know, a lot so of people don't know, though. anytime somebody says, I'm looking for a low-carb um, diet, I, I 100% understand what they mean when they say that. Um, but it is important that you do have carbs in your diet, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you need that in order to have the energy, so... See, just educate us. Oh. Some, I mean, but some people really don't know that what's the carb, what's the starch, what's you know what I'm saying. And some people are so used to eating the same vegetables, like corn, green beans, mashed potatoes. Like they don't, Listen, they don't venture outside of. Go that. to the grocery store, find a vegetable that you've never tried before, mm-hmm. buy like one or two of them, look up a recipe, cook it. If you don't like it, you just don't like it. That's but true. at least you tried it, right? Yeah, but you have to think about it too. How many people? How many of us go into like grocery stores? And we don't even know what all those vegetables are. Like, if it wasn't for the the signs telling us what's <laughs> that right there, because I think um, it was the other day on Twitter. Um, I think you saw the video. It was the little girl. She was like pointing out what each vegetable is. Yeah. And so I was like, "See, we we need that. We need that education. That I mean, we do. But <laughs> but you have to start somewhere though. And Absolutely. I always say that like you can just look up a recipe, and, and? you can easily look up. Re- I mean, you can easily look <laughs> up. A recipe online and yes. you can find how to cook something and i mean most of these vegetables are so easy to cook um but i mean it just is as simple as literally google search how to cook summer squash makes sense and you find a recipe that looks like it might be kind of good and then you try it out and then if you like it cool you just added a whole new vegetable to your diet if you don't like it then hey you know what I didn't really enjoy this. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the the, the benefit, too, of it being 2018 is, like, technology is so accessible. Yes. So you can find so many recipes online. Because there's yeah. plenty of things I've found, or not plenty, but a few things I've found, I'm saying, online. And then I'm like, okay, all right, this is a little... And then you can also add always add stuff to it. Right. Like, keep the core of whatever the, the recipe is, but then right. season to, to taste or Listen, season to what you like. Listen, I don't follow recipes, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, the last person that, that you should be talking to about following recipes, because I look at it and be like, okay, cool, got it. And then I won't look at it again, and it'll be completely different from what the author, like, probably mm-hmm. wanted <laughs> the but dish I, to be. But, but I think, too, because you cook so often, so maybe yeah. that's part of that. You have that, quote-unquote, creative license to kind of... Do you already I know what to. you're doing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then also, I always say too, when you look at a recipe, you should always make it your own. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't look at this recipe and say, okay, I'm gonna make it exactly like this, um, and I'm gonna make sure that it's the exact same thing, and I follow every single step. Because what if the recipe calls for something that you just don't like or you're not interested in? It doesn't mean that you need to comment under somebody's picture or under the <laughs> recipe saying what you don't eat. <laughs> but you should definitely take it and just. Create, I mean, create your own, you know, be creative with it. If it says one garlic clove and you want like 10, then, you know, turn up, live your best life. <laughs> exactly, because you're cooking it for yourself. And again, it's like season to taste or do whatever right. like works for you. Right. Absolutely. That makes sense. Okay. So back though to meal prepping. So okay. when you're busy and, and you know what I'm saying? You want to eat, you're trying to eat healthy or whatever. I know sometimes, or some people I've heard don't like meal prepping or don't like cooking maybe big things because they think of it as leftovers. Right. I've seen you like have a bunch of like different options. Is that kind of to combat the leftovers? No, absolutely. Or absolutely, I hate like having the same thing to eat like four days a week. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, and so I would never want my clients to do that. And even if even when I was first starting, I always had 
um, two to three different options for mm-hmm. my clients for the week. Um, no one wants to sit there and eat the same thing every single day. Like no one, no one, no one, no one. So I think it's important to kind of mix things up a little bit. It doesn't have to be difficult. You know, you yeah. can make chicken two different ways, have two different sides and rice and potatoes. Like that will take you like, you know, an hour and a half. And that's a full week of meal prep right there. Um, I think that when people say like, you know, meal prep reminds them of just leftovers, <laughs> it's yeah. because they're probably eating the same thing all week long. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Cause I've been guilty of that too. Cause I've tried, I didn't stick with it clearly, but I like have tried to meal prep before. And so I was like, well, I'll cook stuff on like Sunday, but then it's like, okay, if I make like pasta or something, of course you can only switch that up, but you, know, yeah. you gotta kind of have, have to have leftovers of pasta, but yeah. we cook other stuff. It's like, okay, on day three, it's like, look. I already know this is in the refrigerator I and I don't have to like. <laughs> literally that like it's the exact same thing. Like right. I scooped this out the night before. I really don't even want to. And another that. thing that's important is I always say you have to find what your magic number is. And so for me, mine is four. So I can only eat meal prep four days. I don't want to eat it after four days. I don't care how many different options I have. <laughs> I only want it four days. So for me, it that means breakfast or excuse me, lunch and dinner needs to be meal prepped for four days. I'm going to stick to that. And then one day of the week, I, you know, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. Okay. And then the other two? And the other two. <laughs> so we're just talking about the work week. So, okay. And so then the five. Okay. That look, makes sense. Yeah. And so when we look to the weekend, then I'll cook on the weekends. Okay. I mean, you know, I'll make something to eat or something like that for myself. That makes sense. And I've yeah. heard of people doing that too. Where it's like they'll try to like budget or for budgetary yeah. reasons. You know what I'm saying? They'll do their during the, maybe Monday through Thursday. Right. Then it's like the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's like, okay, I'll do... <laughs> Whatever, I'll quote unquote ball out. Yeah, whatever. Rest I mean, and too, you know, on the weekends, a lot of times we're going out, we're you know going out to eat and stuff like that. It's not if if we're looking to start to live like a healthier life, it's not an opportunity for us to like blow our our eating plan, but it's an opportunity for us to like still go out and enjoy the company that we're with or whatever, yeah. and still order something that may be a little more on the you know healthy side, or it's the opportunity for us to go out and have chicken wings and fries. Exactly. I mean, whatever you want. Because <laughs> again, it's everything in moderation. It's like Absolutely. it's not drastic. Well, it is slightly. I'll say slightly changing your eating habits. Maybe drastic for some people. You know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now that makes sense. Okay, so homegrown soul. You might have explained this already, but I'm asking you again. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So you know, again, it moved from a blog though to doing catering, and now meal prepping is also part of it too. Is this something you would say you fell into? This is something that you really kind of wanted to do. You feel like was always there. Or, because I know, I mean, I know you have a love for cooking, but. Sure. So I think, and I don't even know how to answer this. <laughs> no, that's a really good question. So I think that when I first started, I didn't mm-hmm. think that I was actually starting as strong as I was when I was in sense. California. Um, I didn't think that I would have like weekly clients coming in to pick up meal prep stuff. Um, that I think I kind of fell into. I think I always imagined that long term, I would. Um, be some type of way in the food industry. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I moved to Georgia and I started, I just recently started back up. Now, this was a lot more intentional. This was more like, okay, we're working towards this. We need to work towards this. We need to have a mm-hmm. plan together. Um, so, I think this this time around, it was a lot more intentional for sure. Okay, that makes sense. And so, um, I can see that. I'll I'll take this slight segue here. We're gonna come back to the homegrown soul in a minute. Okay. So you've mentioned a few times. You know, you're from California. You are now living in Georgia, yes. and I just like completely started the interview. I'm horrible. Tell us just a little bit about yourself, you know, <laughs> you know, like you're, you, you tell us, and I'll we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh, tell <laughs> tell me about yourself. Though, don't ever ask anybody that on the first day, because like, what do you want to know? 
<laughs> okay, okay, so what brought you to Georgia? We'll start okay, there. We're going to work start our way there. back. There we go. There we <laughs> go. So, um, I was in California for pretty much most of my life. Um, and okay. it, I just came to a point um, last year where I was like, you know, I don't really have anything that's holding me back from making this move. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have family out here. Um, and so that was a, one of the biggest incentives for me to actually move out here. But then also, I just really wanted like a change of pace, a change of scenery. I wanted to see different things, see, meet new people. Um, I don't know, just something different. Makes sense. I and mean, they say Atlanta is where all the black people come to make their dreams come true. <laughs> Listen, let them come <laughs> true out here. <laughs> let them come true out here. Um, you know, and it just, it, it was a good time in life. Um, in terms of work, in terms of family, mm-hmm. everything that I kind of had going on out there. I didn't really have anything lingering. It just, it was a good time to like make that move. And so, yeah, I packed up the car and drove. <laughs> you, and you did drive. I remember seeing on social media. I was like, this is, listen, <laughs> this is, that's a long, how long was that drive? It took us, uh, three days and we made a couple stops and you know, every night we stopped whatever, but yeah, three days got in that little car and we, <sighs> Zoomed on on through. Bless you. I, I couldn't even. I say I couldn't imagine, but I've moved from Illinois I to mean, Alabama, you have, from Georgia to Texas and back, and I've like traveled have. from Illinois to Texas. <laughs> so li- listen, my little Kia Soul got around. Do you? <laughs> it did. It got some miles on it, <laughs> it's, and it's dead now, sadly. <laughs> but I definitely was. All those moves weren't my fault. My parents were moving. And so I kind of had to. I mean, go but with you the were shuffle. included in them, though. I listen literally by by <laughs> cho- by by force. I was dragged along. So you've moved here. So you've been here what, like a year and a half? Oh my, yes. Yeah, so it's been no, no, not a year and a half. Oh my bad. Um, I moved here at the very last week of June last year. Okay. Why did I think you moved? No, you had to already be here by May. I feel like no, not by May. Maybe no, not. sir. I was um. No, so because when we hung out, it was July. It was in July. Aha, ah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you've been here just a little bit over a year. Yep. Have you enjoyed it? Has it been like mainly growing pains? Has it been? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, this has been one crazy year. Okay. Um, you know, when I first moved out here, I always said it was very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like I was really closing a chapter in my life and opening a new one. Um, I missed so much about being comfortable back in California. Yeah. And now that I'm in Atlanta, like, I don't know, like, I don't really have this, like, huge community like I did back in California. Um, and so that's been, like, one thing that's been different. Yeah. Um, but it's been great, though. I that's mean, good. I think that it's really challenged me in a lot of ways to, like, grow up and grow. And, you know, even, like, getting back into the food thing, like, I would, I don't think that I would have gone as full force as I am right now. If I was still in California, no, that makes sense. And there's certain things that um, I don't think that I would have done. I guess if I was in still in California, that I I'm doing now, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so I think sometimes when we're like in a place where we're comfortable, and 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 that comfortability can be a lot of like distractions. Yes. And so when you like kind of isolate yourself, and you get to a place that where it's different and where it's new, you yeah. kind of refocus, recenter. and you, you kind of energize a bit more. You or do. You can you really do. have the tunnel vision that you need. Yeah, no, and I, I definitely agree with that. You know, I think that um, a part of me being in California was me being so comfortable. You know, I was tell people like I knew where everything was out out there. You know, I knew <laughs> where to go get my hair cut at, and I knew if my barber wasn't there, that I can go to this barber, and if he wasn't there, I knew I can go to this barber. You know, I knew what grocery stores 
to go to were gas stations I wanted to go to. I just knew my way around there. That makes sense. It was so com- like it, you know, it was so comfortable out there. Um, but you can't grow in comfortability though. You know, you have to you at some point challenge yourself to to just want to want more. You know, you you really have to challenge yourself to want more. So. Yeah. That makes sense. So you're just encouraging everybody to just take that leap and just move halfway across the... <laughs> <laughs> Not halfway across the country. <laughs> all, all the way. All the way fully, across the country. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think that at, every, at, at some point in your life, you have to want... You have to desire to want more. That makes sense. Um, And I think that I want it more. You know, I want it more out of life. And I want it more... Um, I just want it more life, you know? And I think that that's what this move has really done. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It makes sense. No, because I I haven't made a big move for myself yet. Because like I know I joked about going you know sure. to Texas with my family, but I feel like that was a move I needed at that time so I could kind of like refocus, recenter. Because I had I didn't have any friends. I, I made a few friends while I was there, but I was very very reluctant. I was like I don't even right. want to like get out like because I didn't want to be there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it takes a <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but no, it's like that isolation. At least for me, it gave me the. It kind of re-energized me, or you know, what I'm saying, got me revitalized when I did move back to Georgia, and then. Right. It, but when I moved back, it was different because my friends had moved away. Because I'm in Macon, and most of my people are in Atlanta, so that, even that is like another kind of isolation a bit. Yeah. It's like I'm not moving back to the same. God don't want you in Atlanta because you would act up. He don't want me in Atlanta because I'm, I'm moving. You would be out acting up out here. I would not be. <laughs> I am so well behaved and okay. so well mannered. Okay. The misfits know me. <laughs> they. I can't. I can't with you. So no. Okay. So I know it's very hard. People are busy. They're working their nine to fives. Yeah. And then the sixth day, if you have like a creative passion or just a different passion for yourself to do something different, can you kind of, I guess, maybe talk about your your struggle or your journey with using your fifth day? I mean, your sixth day. A lot of people want to rest or they just want to it's the yeah. weekend. But using your sixth day to to drive yourself to push yourself to that next <laughs> level it for yourself is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I can't. I can't say it any other way. It's difficult. You know, for me, it is, like you said, I work five days a week, uh, 40, 50 hours a week at work. Um, Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you get home and and you still have life to deal with, right? So it's not like you get to deal with your work and then you have to deal with your creative stuff and then that's it. You have life to deal with after that. Yes. Um, So for me, it's just really, it, it is difficult because, like you said, I work five days a week and then Saturday is dedicated to going to the grocery store, shopping, getting all my stuff together. And then Sunday is me cooking all day and interfacing with clients. Um, I mean, and that's only like my those are my two days where, like you said, I could be resting. I could be doing a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other things, but I'm not. I'm working. Right. Um, even when I'm at or not when I'm at work, because I work when I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> right. In case they're listening, he, he does his nine to five at nine to five. I can't hear from him until he clocks out. Right. Right. Every every day. Don't text me. <laughs> but I mean, even when I get off work, it is a couple hours here, a couple hours there working on social media stuff, following up with clients, um, you know, responding to emails for my business. So it's not like it just. It's not even just defined to those two days. It yeah. is literally every every moment that I have outside of it. I think the challenge comes in is when you're dog tired. Yes. And you're everything in you just wants to go to sleep. Yes. But you have this list of things that you need to do. And you're like, keep pushing. 
that makes sense. And it's so hard. And it and it's especially when it's like just you, if it's your own business yes. or your own creative endeavor, it's like there's nobody there to really hold you accountable. Right. So you have to be able to hold yourself accountable to say, This is what I really want to do or this is what I'm enjoying. Right. And I'm tired as hell right now because I just worked all day or you know <laughs> And these saying? people got on my nerves. Okay, I didn't get to sleep or do whatever, but I have to continue to push myself because I want to grow this next thing. Right. I mean, and two, like you said, accountability. I mean, before I had clients, one of the things that I think I, I wish I would have done a little bit more was just working on being creative myself and just cooking for myself and spending that dedicated time in the kitchen, you know, creating new meals and new menus and new recipes and stuff like that, um, which I hadn't done in a little bit. Um, but now, I mean, I don't really like I don't have the option to have accountability right now. Like my accountability is is Sunday. Where's my food at? <laughs> I mean, because right now, you know, like I mean, seriously though, because I have yeah. clients. So I mean, it's not a matter of me um, now needing somebody to push me and say, "Hey, have you done this?" But it's a matter yeah. of like on Sunday at five o'clock, these people are gonna come looking for their food. Of course, and it needs to be done. But not even you know what I'm saying. Of course, you know what I'm saying. When you have to turn it in or, or give them their food, that's different on the weekend. Yeah, but more so that push during the week, like you're saying. Yeah, with social media stuff or responding to emails, it's like sometimes you really do just want to lay down. Yes, you do. And I'm I'm guilty of, of that. It's like when it comes to my writing, for example, I'm good for it. I, I like to blame it on my on my work schedule because I work overnight. But a lot of it is me. I can't admit that, you know. And so it is it's just a struggle. So I just always I like to ask other people or get other people's yeah. opinion on. And I have like a I have a small team. Um, and so I have somebody small who helps team? me. You know, I, I have to because I just believe that you should put people on your team who are smarter than you. Yes. And who have the experience and who know what they're doing. Um, so like my social media manager, she would probably kill me if I went a long period of time without posting. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, you got to post every day. <laughs> and I don't really like posting on social media every day. Yeah. But I don't really have a choice either. You know, so in terms of of like social media and that kind of stuff like that, she like, you know, my team would just get on me like that. I mean, I do have accountability there, though. Well, that's good. Um. <laughs> because if I didn't, I probably would post like once a week and be good. <laughs> but it's helped though. Exactly. Um, it's helped. It's brought in business. First of all, it's brought in new followers. I mean, which I'm not really like pressed about. I mean, the business part is what I'm pressed about. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, but it has though. I mean, and people, you know, find me just based off of social media all the time. Um, but it's really like that. Like you said, that accountability piece though, in terms of how do you, how do you push yourself on your creative endeavors that, you really don't want to do listen you, you let me know <laughs> when you figure that out but no you just have to i think you have to constantly remind yourself or remember like this is what i want to do like yes i'm like at the end like yes at the end of the day i'm tired but at the end of the day this end goal is what i want yeah yeah and so nobody else is gonna get there or get that thing to me but me it's like you know what i'm saying you have this gift or this talent but you also have to have that drive for yourself yeah before it can really truly manifest so yes um so speaking though of social media okay. and the homegrown soul so i see this there's this challenge you have going on right now do you want to yeah. explain what this challenge is yeah so um we started this challenge i said we because you know we're a business Come on. <laughs> no so we started this challenge um it starts on sunday it's a six-week challenge um and i really wanted to incorporate my followers into something that like i i do every now and then which is like challenge myself i push myself for you know a certain amount of time to 
just be better and mm-hmm. all around. I hate these challenges that are like every single day for the next month, do 50 crunches every day and do 100 push-ups and drink this much water. Because for some people that may be a huge mountain and for some people that might be like, I just do this every day, mm-hmm. right? So this challenge is a little bit different in that you are creating your own rules. Um, you are the one who is essentially creating and determining what it is that you want to do. Um, so it's broken up into three parts. It's the mind, body, and soul. So the mind part is really like the intellectual part. It is how are you cultivating your mind? Like, is it reading a book, taking an online course, um, watching some TED Talks, whatever it could be, <laughs> right? Um, that's the mind part. The body part is separated into two. It's your, in, like your food intake, your nutrition, and then your fitness side, right? Mm-hmm. So um, examples could be I'm going to run a mile every day. I'm not running a mile every day, but (laughs) (laughs) that means it could be, I'm going to go to the gym three times this week, every week for the next six weeks. Right. Okay. Um, it can be, I'm going to do 20 pushups before bed every night. Mm -hmm. Right. Whatever your fitness challenge is, then you're sticking to that for these next six weeks. The nutrition part, um, get a water intake goal. Um, everybody should be drinking water. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I'm guilty of like not doing it. And then I'll be like, Brandon, what are you doing? Like, like you're all cramped up because you can't like you haven't been drinking no water. Like drink water. It's hot outside. <laughs> Literally. It's hot. Drink water. Um, <laughs> so like for me, my goal is going to be 100 ounces a day for the next six weeks. Okay. Um, limiting our eating out and eating bad. You know, those can be different things. And last part is the soul part. So this is something that I haven't seen in a while is that somebody is challenging you to like cultivate like your spiritual health right Mm -hmm. and so that can be spending an hour a week with somebody that you love right that's cultivating your soul Mm -hmm. um taking time to rest and i'm talking about going to sleep at night but i mean like on a saturday when you've had the longest week ever and just saying for the next three hours i'm gonna take a nap and watch tv and sit outside and journal, whatever that may be. Right. Yeah. Um, and also connecting with whatever your spiritual truth is, whether that be, you're going to pray, meditate, um, write down things that you're grateful for. Um, whatever your spiritual truth is, um, take time to like really connect and cultivate that as well. So yeah, for the next six weeks, I am challenging everybody listening, but also I'm challenging my followers, <laughs> my friends, my family members. Like I'm challenging everybody to do this. Cause I think that it's very doable. Um, but yeah. I want okay. To and so, and just in case, you know what I'm saying, that was a lot to take in just now, but in case I want to go read or see <laughs> what this challenge is, where can they find it? Yeah, so they can um, search my Instagram, which is at the homegrown soul. And um, I was going to say dot com, but it's definitely Instagram. <laughs> but no, at the homegrown soul. Um, and it's one of my latest posts. Um, and all the details are actually going to be in there. Um, get a team too, you know, getting a team together and get some accountability behind that. Like we yes. talked about. Exactly. Because accountability Listen. really is, it, it helps you because it uh, you need something to make sure that you do it. Absolutely. Especially absolutely. until you can get to the point where you don't need it, where you're your own accountability partner. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, get a team together, you know, start a group chat and say, these are my goals for the next six weeks. And we're going to check in every single week and make sure we did it. Exactly. I also love too um, about the challenge is how you're saying the spiritual part, how it's not just, I think some people would assume that it's just religion or it's something, you know what I'm saying, related to God. But it's like you said, kind of the whole soul. It's just. Right. 
It's and just literally just bettering yourself. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I understand that my followers come from all different types of backgrounds. And I love it. I love that I have so many different people, like, following me, basically, mm-hmm. you know, my personal page and on my, my business page. So I'm not going to sit there and try to evangelize everybody <laughs> and tell them to do this, <laughs> that, and the other. I mean, it's really not about that. It is about really your whole self, you know, what what do you what do you call your whole self right mm-hmm. um and i think that's a big part of it um whether regardless of what your truth is so yeah okay well all right then okay so um i think kind of going along kind of close out just a little bit with the the challenge what would you say your healing practices or something that you do for your your own healing so I know this is going to sound cliche, <laughs> but I mean, for it. me, it's really being in the kitchen. Okay. Um, I have always called the kitchen almost like my sanctuary. It's my safe space. Yeah. Um, it's the place that I go to when I don't know what to do. It's the place that I go to when life is absolutely nuts. Um, I mean, I think back, like even when I was younger and I don't think that I ever knew this intentionally, but it's something that I've always done. I remember when... Um, I had a family member die and I remember my grandmother called me and was like, and, and told me about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember just immediately going to the kitchen and starting cooking. Like, I didn't even know like why I started cooking, but I just like cooked dinner. Um, it's just that, you know, it's, it's, it's really just being in the kitchen and just bringing myself back to myself. No, I can get that. Yeah. And even though, um, that's not necessarily mine, but <laughs> I can understand that though. Cause I know I said also too, I'm not the best cook. But, like, going in, you know what I'm saying? It's really that solitude or that alone time. Yes. Like, even though I don't cook often, when I, like, cook at home, I'd be like, okay, y'all don't need to be in here right now. Like, <laughs> I'm not even doing that much. Like, I'm just, like, making, like, box macaroni and cheese or something. But you got to oh, go. Jesus. Like, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I need this this time. I don't know how I'm putting you out of your own kitchen, but you right. got to go. So, it's just, I can completely get that. It's that yeah. space with yourself, with the... And listen, I mean, if people want to be there, that's that's fine. Like, I sometimes I'll invite people to come over and, like, hang mm-hmm. out while I'm cooking or whatever. Um, even if it is like my 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 time, because I don't mind that, you know, I yeah. don't mind people like being there and, and hanging out. But a, I think a part of it is that I get so lost, like in in the kitchen, and I just get so like wrapped up in it, and my mind is just there. Um, but I only invite people that I know can bring me like bring peace with them. Like they're not going to be people who want to talk and like have fifty million questions <laughs> and ask me what I'm doing and ask if I need help. It's just like go sit down and watch TV and just chill. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not mad at that at um, all. But I mean, it really is though. I mean, that's just my my, my space though. I got it. Okay, sir. So, uh, Marquise, I'm very happy that you came. Thank you. I'm, I'm very happy. You know, I'm saying you agreed to be on here. We finally got you after a year. I know. I'm booked. You know, booked and busy. I can, if y'all can see his face <laughs> that he's making right now. <laughs> um. So, if people want to walk with you or find you um online or to become a client, you're here in the Atlanta area. Yep. So. Where can they do that? So follow me on Instagram. It's at the homegrown soul. That is the best place to get in contact with me. Uh, my website is T like the homegrown soul, but T H G soul.com. Okay. So like the homegrown soul. I, I got you. I got you. Understood. Okay. Yeah. Then sir, definitely. And so, if they want to walk with you uh, personally, or we're not giving out the information. No, today. no, I mean that's cool. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> All of my handles are Q U I S X M A R Keysmar. Okay, well come on, then name yeah. backwards. You Look know? at you. <laughs> it's been the same since what like 
high school. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. Nothing wrong with changing the brand. It does. It does. But absolutely, follow me. Um, I'll follow back unless you're posting nasty stuff. <laughs> I can't. Then we can't be friends really on social media. <laughs> okay. I mean, he, he doesn't have many rules, but that's the one rule. I'm not mad at that. Okay. So again, though, I just want to thank you for coming, uh, for sharing, for letting people know about the homegrown soul. Definitely, yeah. people misfits go check that out. Um, hit him up if you're in the Atlanta area. If you're like me and you're busy and or lazy and don't want to cook, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got somebody here who can give you your meals for the week. Um, so also though, I do want to thank everybody for listening this week. Um, as the Healing Space again celebrates. It's one year anniversary. I hope you're online, you're sharing, reposting, reblogging, retweeting, um, and using the hashtags, hashtag a year of healing, hashtag THS podcast, or hashtag let's get healed. Um, if you would like to find any of our other episodes or you want to interact with us or you want to listen to past episodes again, you can always, you know what I'm saying, find more information at THSpodcast.com. Or you can listen to other episodes on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast. Make sure that you're telling your friends, your family members, you're sharing your favorite episodes, favorite moments that you are interacting with us. You know what I'm saying? Again, by using those hashtags or just, you know what I'm saying, using our handles on social media. You can follow or walk with, I'm sorry, Raven at Scorpiogi on across all social media platforms. You can walk with me at just call me Otis on Twitter and on Instagram. The Healing Space on Twitter is underscore THS Podcast. And on Instagram is THS Podcast. And again, you can also just go or always just go to THSpodcast.com and find all the information there. Again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for celebrating this year of The Healing Space. It's an amazing journey. We really have enjoyed every single minute of it. Um, And so, again, let's continue to celebrate this week and continue to celebrate this one year. Hope you've been healed. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.